What's going on, geeks? You're listening to episode 80 of the Geeks in the Grace podcast. My name is Cody Armour. I'm here with Joe Morgan. Gadzooks. And Shelly Walzer. Spoos Dag. Hasn't done and- Spoos Dag in a while. <laughs> Been a while since we got a good schools dag out of there. Schools dog. <laughs> Before we get to the podcast, I want to give a shout out to our Patreons at patreon.com slash Geeks Under Grace. You guys allow us to do everything. I got like a real radio voice going on. It's not intentional. I'm like, at Geeks Under Grace. Um, <laughs> and then I had to break it. Don't break the flow. Uh, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, we love you guys. We appreciate you. Uh, Joe, what do we get out about this week? All right, so still doing mountain biking. In fact, I got my brother a mountain bike this week. So for the geeks out there that care anything about mountain bikes, I have a specialized fuse with the plus-size tires. We got my brother a specialized rock hopper with 29-inch tires. Those are big tires for those of you that aren't in the know. (laughs) Um, We're going to go – by the time you all hear this, we'll have gone on our first group ride with my brother in the group. I'm pretty excited about it. And – yeah, so still mountain biking, loving it. I've been playing through The Surge. Comes out this week. The embargo will is up as of the time we're recording this. Is that but I have anything not... to do with a Mountain Dew knockoff energy drink? The Surge! Oh, <laughs> so much energy. Minergy! <laughs> the flavors oh, Dove and Gun. We, I'm going to completely go off on a tangent here. At high school, we had to make videos for school, and one kid made Falcon Punch. <laughs> oh, <laughs> it was an energy I'd drink. drink it. I'd, shoot, I'd drink it. I'd buy They're it. like, do you need energy? Falcon, Falcon Punch. Punch. That's great. <laughs> Anyways, uh, Serge, uh, Gabe, video games. Yeah, um, so I've been playing through that. It, it plays. It's a Dark Souls-style game. Uh, I'm about 26 hours into it. I'm scrambling to try to beat the game so I can get the review done and up on the site. Hopefully, by the time you guys hear this, it'll be up. If not, expect it soon. Uh, Quick rundown on it. It's kind of Dark Souls meets Dead Space. Okay. And I really enjoy it. I mean, it's very few games I'd be willing to put 25-plus hours into. Yeah. But it has some issues, and I'll go over those in the review. For the time being, if you're interested in it, I would say... Maybe play through another Souls game until the price drops a little bit. But if you're hard up for a Souls game and you've already finished all the Dark Souls expansions and the Neo expansion. Platinum hey, everything like Joe did. Hey, I haven't platinum <laughs> Neo yet. That's going to take a lot more work. But okay. yeah. this is this is a fun game. I'm having a good time with it. It's it's not on par with From Software stuff, though. Uh, been playing more Clicker Heroes. I say playing Clicker Heroes. That's totally a misnomer. Uh, <laughs> I'm ready to prestige the second time, though. Or ascend, yeah. I guess. Yeah, do it. So, yeah, I'm ready to, to ascend the second time. Uh, what's your highest um, hero person? I have Athena. Or, I'm sorry, no, Aphrodite. No, I got the, the God of Wind. Oh, cool. Okay. Yeah. I... I went up to, there's like this ice guy you get, and I didn't get past him. Really? Refrigerator? Refrigerator. That was his name. I think, (laughs) no, it was like Jack Frost or something. Oh, I haven't been up that high. So, some of the earlier ones are named like Broil, Flame Broil, or something like that as a fire. The names, they're so weird. (laughs) Flame Broil. 
That's what it was. It was broiled yeah. oven. Broiled huh. in the oven. <laughs> and the, the other, that. yeah. And the ice guy is ref- Referee Gerator. <laughs> <laughs> yep. It's it's a fun, goofy little game, and I just enjoy logging in for about 10 minutes a day and doing make stuff. The numbers go higher. Yeah. Satisfying. Uh, played a little bit more Dragon Quest Heroes 2. I did like one or two extra missions. That game is one that I'm going to continue working on. It's it's a fun, mindless game because you're just killing like thousands of cute little Dragon Quest monsters. I mean, it's it's really a fun game, and it's got a fun cartoony art style. It's actually kid-friendly. There's no blood or guts or cussing or anything like that. So I'd be totally cool recommending it to a family. Um, yeah. And uh, finally, I have been watching The Last Kingdom Season 2. Now, yeah. You've been watching the first season. Right. I'll go and geek out with you. Or, yeah, with you a little bit. Do it. I will. I can't relate. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't have time. <laughs> Joe told me, we talked about this like months ago. You were like, Cody, you should really watch The Last Kingdom. So I watched the first episode and I was like, that's fantastic. And then I don't know what happened after that, but season two came up on Netflix, and they're like, "You should watch this." And I'm like, "Oh yeah, I started watching that." So, what do you think the second season is better than the first one? So far, I do. I really like the second season so far. It it takes everything that the first season built up and kind of throws <laughs> him all over the place. He's as brash okay. as ever, but he gets he gets some pretty rough stuff thrown at him. Um, for those that are wondering about a family friendly vibe. Yeah, this is kind of Game of Thrones light. I would say it's got some nudity, it's got some some adult scenes, and it has like some violence, dismemberment, like yeah, very or, much a Netflix show, very much a HBO show. Yeah, I've been fast forwarding through all those some of those scenes. So, um. Yeah, be aware of that if you're going to watch it. That said, I think the the story of uh I can't my brain just went Unter, numb. Unt. Uther? No, it's not Uther. Luther. I mean, they, they've all got really I, weird names. I don't you, know. He's he's a so, viking. Oh. Well. Of of Ebenbur. Yeah. Udra. U- Udrin? Udrin. Udrin. Ah, oh, killing me. I'm killing <laughs> I've been watching the thing. I watched Four hours of it. That's two days. I'm on the last episode of the first season, and I had watched an episode prior to like two days ago. Um, yeah. It's Udrig, son of Udrig, or something Udrig. like that. Okay, yeah. Uh, My yeah, uh, only problem with this show, um, and it's, it, I mean, it's not a Christian show, so it shouldn't be expected to be. Uh, I hate how cowardly some of the Christians are. And that the Christians that are not cowards are like, God will protect me. And it's like, that shouldn't be where your mind should be at. It should. It would be much better for me as a Christian to see them go, kill me. I'm going to heaven. I don't care. So um, I'm going to give you a little bit of spoiler on season two. Okay. You're going to run across a Christian that you would want dead. Uh, like Frollo? What's from, a Frollo? No, from Hunchback of Notre Dame. <laughs> Oh no! <laughs> it's it's a priest with very raw intentions. Okay, he's he's a very it's, manipulative guy. I mean, this whole the, the main character is an atheist. I take it, but 
I don't know. He's kind of he's off and on. Polytheist. He, I mean, he's a Viking. He wears the hammer of Thor pendant around his necklace. Yeah. So he he was a uh, he was British born, but his lands were attacked when he was a kid, and he was kind of sold off. His his uncle killed his father, took over his kingship, and sold you to the Vikings. Or you, good grief! Ah. That's that video game mindset I got. <laughs> sold sold uh, the main character to the Vikings, and so he right. was raised as a Viking. So and then wow. back to claim okay. his lands. I. I was I've been getting the vibe until this last episode that I just watched that he was atheist that he didn't believe in Odin or any of them as well, um, but he sees he prompts someone to perform some magic and very much believed in that and so that was really interesting to me. I'd forgotten about that. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah. Oh, magic rituals in that first season. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's it's really interesting, but like, so you shouldn't expect it to complement Christians in any way. Um, but I, I would hope that they're just give me one good, solid Christian character that is like, I don't know. I think the King is, is a noble Christian character. I mean, for the, for the time that he's in. Yeah. About. And I love, I love imperfection. I think that's why I love the main character so much is because, um, he's super imperfect. Um, like he doesn't have good motives. Yeah, and um, and yeah. so with the king, I'm I'm totally down with that. That he's he's definitely not a perfect Christian, but he's trying. Um, I just like, I, I wish they wouldn't hide behind God, and it would be more of a, like a true belief. Because when it comes down to it, and they got a knife to their throats, most of them are like, "I've changed my mind," or yeah, but not all of them. Yeah, so some of them though, they're just like God will protect me and i'm like no you're, you're gonna go down like that's you you should be this is god's will not uh god is going to protect me because i have a cross in front of you yeah <laughs> right yeah. <laughs> my only quarrel though um i'm really bad at doing that where i'm like this is the one thing wrong with this the show in itself is amazing it's been wonderful and i also need to say that it gets better with each episode because the first two or three episodes i wasn't all that sold on except for the very ending of each episode and then I'm like, right. I gotta watch another one now because the ending's yeah. been good. Yeah. And then after about three episodes, you're the whole thing has been great. Yeah, you're you're sucked in. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, also, uh, getting into the gaming news a little bit. Um, if you were expecting to see Halo Six at E3 this year, you better lay those uh, those hopes aside. Uh, it's, it's not going to be there. They've already said that Halo Six will not appear at E3 in June. Rip. I do think it's interesting. Some uh, some data got out from Xbox, from Microsoft, mm-hmm. kind of giving the breakdown on the average gamer. I think they they kind of looked at who their average gamer was. They they put them through uh, what's it called? Where they do some surveys and stuff. Mm-hmm. So based on the data that they pulled, okay. So this is just a few things based on the data that they pulled. Forty five percent of Xbox gamers. Live with a spouse. Okay. 23%. So that's a quarter. One in every four Xbox gamers live at home with their parents. So if you want to get married, become a gamer. Wow. Got it. Okay. And that leaves <laughs> the, the remaining, like, what, 20, what, 30%? Uh, like me, single and living by yourself. So. Yeah. 
Uh, 58% male, 42% female, and 28%. This is one of the things I thought was interesting. The the largest number in terms of age division mm-hmm. was 25 to 34-year-old at 28% of their total population. So almost a third of all the people they polled were between 25 and 35 years old. Yeah, it's really interesting when I talk to parents. Uh, it's because I, I teach Awana, and so I'm with little kids. And I always yeah. tell them about Geeks of Grace, and they're like, oh, this would be great for my my 10-year-old son or whatever. And I'm like, you know, we're really kind of, not that that's or, bad, and I think we're hey, you're, friendly enough. Right. But we're kind of high school to college kids to people in their 30s um, right. as a demographic. Yeah. And people don't really realize that's who we're reaching, not necessarily kids. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I'd like to think that we're family-friendly. Right. But yeah. at the same time, I mean, we do cover mature content. From time to time, you know, yeah. we were talking about that show that we were watching right now. But I mean, I don't imagine a lot of kids are listening to the podcast. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, teenagers, college age, I would expect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely the the stereotype may still, for some reason, stick with like, you know, little kids playing video games. But that's just kind of a lie, honestly. Especially like you know, but you just talk about the demographics. I mean, right? <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's that's interesting. Uh, and then finally, Switch owners are going to get a Wii U game. Another Wii U game coming <laughs> to the Switch. Shantae the Half Genie Hero. That's coming out to the Switch this summer. If I'm not mistaken, I believe that's already out on PC. Uh, as we said, Wii U and PS4, maybe Xbox One as well. Yeah, I mean PS4 has done that with PS3 games. Yeah. So. Well, I've got. Like four Shantae games on my PS4 right now. I'm pretty uh-huh. sure Half Genie Heroes on that list. The Shantae yeah. games are neat. Mm-hmm. I they're never played one, but I've, already, I've I've seen them like everywhere. They're they're worth checking out. They're good 2D platformers. Yeah, I would want to play them because I'm like they look like they'd be good 2D platformers. Yeah. So pull list for the week is actually a bit beefier than normal this week. We have the Surge, which I mentioned. That's that Dark Souls style. Kind of set in a sci-fi, a dark sci-fi. Yeah. Uh, I'll I'll go ahead and give the basic premise of the game so that people understand. Basically, you've got a bunch of these people that are hooked up to exosuits in the future. And what happens is the surge. Uh, They're hooked up to the exosuits through a probe in the back of their head. Basically, a a jack like the Matrix. Something happens and a bunch of people go crazy. Yeah. That is unfortunate. Yeah. So that's kind of the setup. Injustice 2 comes out this week if you like fighting games or you like DC or you like either of those. Their first DLC character is going to be Sub-Zero, along with a couple others. Uh, I'm sold. I saw that. That's so weird. I mean, I know NetherRealm's developing it, but still, like, hey, here's this DC game. We're going to have... Oh, that's so weird. Hmm. Starfire and Red Hood, too. Uh, I didn't know Starfire was immediately... Um, but that's cool if she is. And then Red Hood, and then uh, Raiden. Man, yeah, all of weird. the videos I've seen of Injustice 2 looks really good. I've never played the first one, but, I mean, the looks, the second one looks good and yeah. exciting. So I'm kind of disappointed in myself because I want this game, but only because I don't buy Mortal Kombat games, and this is my way of cheating around my <laughs> own loopholes, and I still get to play as Sub-Zero again. Oh, there you go. <laughs> Well, LJ's picking it up. He's going to have a review of it up on the site as soon as he is able. Awesome. Uh, Oceanborn comes out. 
Beast Boy. Oh, uh, Beast I hope. Boy. It'd be so hard to program they're him. Doing Starfire. They're doing Starfire and Robin, right? Yeah. You just got to think about how hard it'll be to program him elegantly. Yeah. Create the different creatures and stuff, different, you know, It would be pretty hard. Yeah. But. Yeah. Ocean Horns come out to everything in the world. I think it's on. it was on iOS <laughs> first. It's coming out to PS4 this week, and maybe Xbox as well. Shadow Warrior 2. Oh, yeah, maybe not. In, no. <laughs> that would be called Legend of Zelda. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> Shadow Warrior 2 comes out this week. We have a review of the original remake of Shadow Warrior up on the site. Seasons After Fall comes to the PS4 and Xbox One this week. I know that Maurice reviewed it on Geeks Under Grace for the PC uh, a few months ago, I believe. Fire Emblem Echoes. Here's one for the 3DS owners out there. I want it! I'll say, Shelly's the resident Fire Emblem fan. I have no time to play it. I'd have to wait till summer. Uh. You can get a round in between study sessions. (sighs) Uh, (laughs) I'm so distraught about it. And if you still have a PSVR sitting around, which I don't, I sold mine. <laughs> I, I don't mean to be mean or anything, but I, I got rid of mine because there was nothing of substance right. to play on. But Farpoint is the game that they've been pitching for months, that this is going to be the game to experience on the PSVR. It comes out this week. So if you got a PSVR and you have Farpoint and you play it, let me know what you think. I'm genuinely curious. Cool. I think it looks... Like it'll be interesting. That's it for the world of gaming, though. Shelly, what are you into? Um, well, already kind of going off of Fire Emblem. I'm super sad about not being able to. I'm just, I'm just not letting myself get it because I know if I get it, I won't stop playing it, and I have other things I need to do, such as finals eventually. Um, <laughs> oh, eventually, you can beat that eventually. before finals. <laughs> I'm the bad influence. Yeah. Well, here's the thing, though, because I, I was playing Fire Emblem, which is technically Fire Emblem Seven, but it's the first one that was released in the U.S. Uh, and I beat it. I just finished it, and it was great. I enjoyed it so much, and so now I am playing through Roy's game, which, which is, one is the that? Binding Blade. Okay. Which it technically came out before. The last Fire Emblem game, or last, okay. Blazing Sword is what I say when I mean Fire Emblem. That was the one I just played. Binding Blade is Roy's game. So Binding Blade technically came out before Blazing Sword, um, but it was only in Japan, never came to the US, and they released Binding Blade, no, sorry, Blazing Sword in the US. See, they need to come up with more original names. I mean, they have now, I suppose. They, they've well, come up with more original names now. But in the past, they just have different swords they name it after, and they all sound similar. So This one's called Fire Emblem Echoes Shadows of Valentia. And see, that's just kind of a mouthful. Like, I'm still going to get it and love it, but it's just, it's it's long. <laughs> like, Fire Emblem Esau. Awakening, it's, it's short and sweet. Fire Emblem Fates, also, pre- well, Fire Emblem Fates Birthright. Fire, Fire Emblem Fates. Conquest, Fire Emblem Heroes. I still play that a crap ton, but either way, yeah. So I'm gonna, I'm starting to play at that game with Roy, and I just started, and it's, it's, it plays exactly the same as the last one, which is nice. But mm-hmm. I'm 
trying to get used to having little level one units again since my units before were little so Little level one strong. units. <laughs> um, you used to wheel yeah. So that's cool. Also, I went to my first Smash tournament this last Friday. I didn't participate. Um, but oh. it was at GameWorks, which uh, you guys, I mean, you guys were at PAX. GameWorks was right near the uh, convention center. I don't think we ever went to it, though. Um, but okay. it's like right there. And they usually was have huge events. We were going to, but it was packed. Yeah. Especially no, around packs. Always... It was uh, packed. <laughs> I get it. It's yeah, I remember because you said we should go there like two or three times. And every time we looked, there was a line out the door. And we yeah. were like, meh. <laughs> yeah. GameWorks is especially like they have so many events during PAX time. But either way, um, sure. every other Friday, they hold a Smash tournament um, in the upstairs area. So. My boyfriend actually goes to them pretty often with a couple of his friends, and he invited me to come. He's like, hey, you should come. Like, you don't have to participate, but, like, it might be fun, because, like, I want to get better Smash, and playing as people who actually, like, compete would be nice and cool. Um, so I went, and it was actually, it was really cool. There are about 45-ish people there, um, and it was just, like, a cool environment. Uh, I was prepared for there to be, like, no other girls there, but... You know, it's still always like a shock. I'm always just like, oh yeah, and I'm like the only one playing who's a girl. Um, <laughs> but it's a it's a really weird dynamic. I've talked to people about it. How it's actually like kind of a problem within the Smash community. Apparently, there's like there has to be some sort of in internal problem for them to be like just absolutely like no girls in the competitive scene. And not that there are none. There's just and the ratio is so out of whack. Apparently, hmm. um, I mean, I'm not used to seeing ladies in Street Fighter tournaments, but yeah, I mean, I don't know. Maybe that's just because I, I don't know. I don't know why. I definitely think Smash fits the dynamic more. I mean, I, I know a lot more women that play Smash than play Street Fighter. Right. Right. Yeah. So I don't know. It's that's just an interesting thing to think about and realize because there were other girls there, but they were all just like girlfriends who came along who weren't playing yes i was a girlfriend who came along but i was playing so there's a difference yeah <laughs> um, i was actually kind of tempted to join but you have to pay like 10 bucks to get in so i didn't want to worry that about that but so reasonable for it is reasonable downtown I just <laughs> seattle yeah. yeah um but i would love to go again the problem is they are friday nights which is when i usually stream and it's like during uh, right during that time so i always have to get a sub so i definitely can't go the next time but maybe the gotcha. time after that i have no Too idea Too bad we but couldn't we'll stream see. it that would be super yeah. hard that would be cool up, but that would yeah be awesome. no it is it's usually streamed on um twitch they have like their own site yeah um, okay. but the commentators never look i i tuned in one time into the chat and I'm, I made the chat alive because they were looking at the chat and I was like, hey, let's let's chat it up. And I totally revived that stream. I I did all the things for that. <laughs> Single-handedly. Um, I will probably do that again next week after I finish streaming. Uh, not Sorry, not this week. <laughs> next week. Um, but yeah, so that was really cool and a new experience that I hope to uh, partake in again. Um, besides that, I mentioned one of the times that I was playing in D&D campaign in the 30s it was sort of indian jones-esque and i was yeah, playing yeah. a super hick um awesome chick who just like shoots people um we had our finale last night and okay. i didn't actually think it was gonna end so quickly we only had four adventures and i knew it was gonna be 
I was a short campaign, but I, I actually still didn't realize it was going to be that short. But that's really brief, though. Yeah, but it was it was a lot of fun because we fought a T Rex that was like our main boss, and okay. I it the way that this game works is very different than D anD D in the sense that um, nobody people don't have a lot of health. Like you get shot, you actually have a huge chance of having your health way down. Uh, okay. So I started with, I had seven health, for example. This T-Rex that we fought had 16 health, which doesn't sound like a lot in the context of Dungeons & Dragons, but is a lot in the context of the game. But my character okay. got 13 of the 16 damage on it, so I practically killed it by myself, and I was pretty proud of myself. Shazam! Um, I just <laughs> got it right in the head, and it was great. But we killed Nazis, and we found almost found atlantis it was great <laughs> you didn't um, find atlantis we were close you killed we a got, t-rex but you didn't we find found, atlantis? we found atlantis technology but because the campaign was so short we had to we couldn't go on oh. to go <laughs> or else we would have i think but oh well it's fine it was fun though it was cool that sounds um, neat yeah yeah so we're gonna be starting our next campaign we've been thinking about what we're gonna do for next year since the quarter is ending soon oh but. Yeah, it'll be good. Okay, so we actually just got some breaking news on a tweet from uh, Phil. Phil Spencer retweeted Aaron Greenberg, who is one of the higher-ups at Xbox. By the time you guys hear this, uh, Phantom Dust, they've been kicking around doing a remake of this for a while. They are re-releasing the original game for Xbox One and Windows 10 for free, which nice. is pretty cool that that's going to be free. Yeah, well, we caught never... it. It was happening while we were recording that we saw. Yeah, this. we got the retweet came across my feed as we were recording this, so I wanted to get that in. I think that's pretty cool. Awesome. What were we saying about movies, Shelley? Oh, yeah. So Dwayne the Rock Johnson is going to be uh, Black Adam, which is already really cool. But he's going to be in the movie Shazam. That's uh, coming out in, what, 2019? That's what it says here. But uh, Shazam, that was the one with the shack in it, wasn't it? No. Go home, <laughs> Joe. <laughs> he is home. <laughs> yeah, we, we don't have a studio. <laughs> That'd be so I cool. am Kazam. Uh, anyway, so he's going to be in that, but there is a good chance that he's going to show up before that. That's what Dwayne The Rock Johnson is. I always say The Rock. I can't say Dwayne Johnson. It doesn't sound right. You have to say Dwayne The Rock I love that you say Dwayne instead of just Dwayne. 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 Dwayne Johnson. Dwayne. (laughs) He's Dwayne. He's The Rock. He's not Bruce Wayne. He's Dwayne. Anyway. uh, Yeah, he's been dropping hints that uh, he's going to be showing, revealing himself in uh, an earlier movie where it's like Justice League. We don't really know, but that's cool. It's really weird to see the mystic side of the DC universe. It wasn't that weird in uh, the Marvel movies, but like they're all magical in that. That's going to be really strange. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, that's going to be weird. Hopefully it'll be good, though. I mean, should sure be. We'll be. Hopefully. But, I yeah, mean, we haven't seen him do humor yet, so. And, like, Shazam's yeah. a very humorous character. We'll see. Mm-hmm. I'm excited. Yeah. I like draw Anything The Rock's in, I'm down for. Oh, of course. I just. Dwayne. If I ever watch it, I'm just going to be thinking of, like, I'll be thinking of his role in Moana, and it's going to throw me off a little You're bit. You're welcome. 
You're welcome. I still haven't seen it. Yeah. I want to see a dog's purpose. That's what I want to see. I don't want to see it because... Is Dwayne Johnson in a dog's purpose? Guy. No. <laughs> uh, just movies I, I want to see that I haven't seen yet. <laughs> Is that a movie? It was a segue in my movie? mind. <laughs> We're still on the topic of DC movies. Um, because Charlie Hunnam... Hunnam? Hunnam. Hunnam. Yes. Hunnam. Hunnam? You know, it's one of those. Good morning. Yeah. Choose your pick. Chuck Hunnam. Um, he's like seriously considering to be a uh, Green Arrow in a movie, which is kind of big yeah. news because he's been kind of putting it off and he's just like, no, nah, I don't really want to do it. I'm going to say no. He's going to say no. But now sounds like he might be saying yes. Yeah. So Green I Arrow movie? gut feeling it's because his last movie um what is it called king arthur legend of the sword legend of the sword is just like not doing well at all yeah it's been a total flop that's financially unfortunate but he was so headstrong he was like no i'm only in very specific movies that i decide i want to be in uh and now he's like maybe give you a chance dc well, I mean, maybe, yeah, this maybe maybe both good for both of them. I can't speak today. It could be good for both of them. He looks maybe the part. Yeah. yeah. He he's definitely like, got the goatee. Yeah. Start yeah. out just a little bit longer. And he's very, he's always a smart aleck in everything he makes. Um, overly cool guy. I, I think he could do really well with it. Then again, Earl Ragna, the guy that plays him, has the goatee rocking pretty hard, too. That's true. We're talking about the last kingdom. He's going back to the last kingdom. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm going to assume this movie though will have no connection to the show. No. Probably. No. It's probably just going to be uh, yeah. Same but as that the could Flash be, not being yeah, connected from the show's the Flash. Show. But that could be good in the sense where I mean, I don't know. Not a lot of people really know much about Green Arrow if they haven't seen the show. Mm-hmm. So this could kind of introduce a new hero that That's people are maybe somewhat familiar with, but not totally familiar with, and it could be good for I the, can't see for the him universe. ever wanting to be in a supporting role, and I feel like a movie Green Arrow would be in like a Justice League 2 as a secondary team that you get a glimpse of. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know, because it'd be kind of like that Justice League Unlimited show is what I imagine happening. Um, but I can't see him being like, you mean I only get half an hour of screen time? Yeah, yeah. He likes he likes his uh, big movies. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> all right. Well, that's all we got for DC movies, but for Star Wars, oh my gosh, Ian McGregor <laughs> wants to have an Obi Wan spinoff, which is super exciting because I would love that. <laughs> I don't know if it would actually be good. I don't know if it's something that's needed, but I fun is really cool, and Ian McGregor. Is Obi-Wan. He wants so, to put it between episode three and episode four, I think. And that could be really interesting. Oh. Ooh. To see his fall that. away. How did he get to Tatooine? Dude. I think that'd be actually be super duper cool. Because there's be already... Neat. I mean... They put are they already put Rogue One in between, you know, those mm-hmm. spots. But I still feel like there's so much more that they could fill in there. You know? Yeah. I... To me, I, I'd be really excited to see him play the role. 
I don't know if putting it between those two movies would make a good story. It's just him slowly getting depressed and uh or I mean being a hermit. here's the problem. He's getting older. He's not as young as he was when he first played Obi-Wan. What right. I would love to see is him, you know, first becoming a Jedi and having the relationship with uh Qui-Gon and seeing cool. sort of the beginning of that, you know, but everything pre-Anakin. I would yeah. love to see that. But the problem is, yeah, I'm not really sure if they can make him look younger than he was in episode one. <laughs> that I want to work. I want to see the side story where he fought the uh, the creature that had the chicken head with duck feet and a woman's face too. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Waiting. Uh, um, waiting for what us. do they what do they need to look up? What do people need to look up to know what you're talking about? Uh it's bad lip reading. Bad lip reading. Love. Yeah, bushes of love on bushes the bad love. bad lip love. bad lip reading. I yes. it, it could be cool to see him have I don't know. I can't see it being a whole movie. It just like isn't important enough to me. Yeah, um, I mean, I mean, know, they're it, making a Han Solo movie, so yeah. But it's kind of that's know. interesting. Like you said, a prequel to him being who he is now. Um, yeah. With Han Solo is good. Uh, like I don't. Well, Han Solo would be kind of hard to do after what we, he's been through. But uh, yeah, <laughs> I I'm trying to like contemplate what it would look like to have. I, I could see the anger and him doing... It could be really political. I could see that being a case. Um, uh, but leaving him on Tatooine and that being the end of the movie would be kind of just strange. Though, yeah. filling in those empty gaps is always cool. Um, I loved that about Rogue One, that it took place 15 minutes after... Or right before Episode 4 happens. Yeah. It ends uh, right where it leaves off. Uh, no. Sorry. Anyway. Um, but, I mean... If there's any news on that, I'm still going to be really excited. Um, there will just get more memes. <laughs> we'll get more memes. That's always a good thing, right? Uh... Share Jesus. That's for sure. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Oh, man. <laughs> anyway, uh, that's what we got for movies. That's what we got for my weekend geekery. So let's move on to you, Cody. Yeah, I've. The last few weeks, I felt bad because I wasn't really doing a lot. Um, I was super busy. This week, I got a lot of stuff. You know, we're talking about Star Wars. Yeah. I have finally started watching. So I've heard Star Wars Rebels is a new one that's out, and it's really good. And they're like, but you yes. can't watch it until you watch Clone Wars. So I watched the first season of Clone Wars, and that was eh. <laughs> um, but I'm really liking the second season. Uh, I had a coworker tell me that I needed to watch. Is Clone Wars the 3D animation one? Yeah, and so is Rebels. Okay, he told me that I really needed to watch those because they were on Netflix. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've been watching it on Netflix. Um, like I said, the first season was a little hard to get through. Uh, not a lot going on, um, and it was very episodic. It was like different things happening um, until the second half of the season. Uh, this last one has been really good story-wise, uh, and I've heard that it just gets better from there. One thing that I'm realizing... I've always heard the things of, like, the Jedi have just used propaganda to make the Sith look bad and all of those kind of things. Uh, watching this show, I am starting to really despise the Jedi. Uh, not saying that I'm agreeing with the Sith. The Sith are just as bad. But the Jedi are not good people. Hmm. Uh, I sense in you much anger. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
I mean, Anger leads to hate. Hate, hate leads, <laughs> leads darkness. to suffering. No, hate is the anger. Oh, yeah, suffering. Yeah. Fear leads to anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to hate suffering. Hate leads to suffering. Um, but if Yoda talks backwards, is that all the other way around? Ooh. <laughs> uh, but the... The biggest thing that's really bothered me is they're supposed to have no attachment. And it's funny because after I realized, I was like, they have no compassion because they are fighting attachment to things. Um, so they don't have compassion for anyone. Um, one person leaves their Padawan for dead and uh, ends up being the bad idea because Padawan's still alive and escapes. Um, but it was funny because after I realized that, it was like two episodes in, um, each episode has a quote. Mm-hmm. In the old Star Wars blue, uh, and that one was attachment is not compassion. But I was like, yeah, but you're still not compassionate. <laughs> I was so angry because uh, I don't think the writers are doing it on purpose. Um, oh, the Jedi's just don't look. The only good person right now in ep- season two, and I'm sure he's going to get turned slowly turned into a villain, um, is Anakin. Anakin's the he's only gonna get one turned into a villain. I mean, I he mean, does yeah. get turned, yeah. <laughs> I mean, within the context of the show. Yeah. I don't know if, like, I'll start to dislike him later on in the show. But right now, he's the only one written as someone who is looking out for everybody. The Jedi are very much in it for themselves. The fact that they're in the military um, seems to be kind of questionable. Like, whether or not they really should be part of this war. Um, uh, Anakin mentioned something about it. And I was like, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um... But no, I don't know. I I think I'm a, a great Jedi. I told someone on the, the Facebook community, we started talking about this, and I said, I'll be the crazy guy in the Star Wars universe that says a god that you can control is not a god at all. That's true. Yeah. And that More I felt really clever. So I'm that's, telling you on the podcast. <laughs> I think that's an interesting aspect of Christianity as well. I have heard people say, you know, if, if I pray it, God will will it. Like we right. were talking about that earlier. And, you know, if, if God becomes this thing that always answers your prayers. In the way that you want him to. Right. He's no longer a God. He's magic mm-hmm. that, that you control. Yeah, if you can control him, then he's not very powerful. Right. Like a human can control him. Uh, or an alien, in the case of Star Wars. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, I, I thought I was clever. With my little my little phrase, um, so Clone Wars. Like I said, we've been watching Last Kingdom. Um, great show again. A little bit rated mature, and I got to see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Two. Uh, I've not seen it yet. I want to. It is wonderful. It's a really good time. Some of the humor is forced. I've read that in other places, um, and I didn't feel that. Uh, just some of the things that they say seems almost unnatural. It was like they said it for the sake of the joke. Okay. Mm. Um, I liked the first one better, but I went to the first one with zero expectations. And yeah, that's when I went too. with high expectations. And so, um, I don't think it's a bad movie. I think I just had really high expectations for it. Um, great story, um, and great topics that they're going through. Uh, it's pretty obvious to the commercials and stuff. It's about his father. Um, and so dealing with that kind of stuff has been really, really interesting. Um, I have a lot of other thoughts, but I'd get into spoiler territory to talk about them. Okay. Um, just with the way they deal with some of the stuff. But overall, 
Great movie. Go watch it. You're going to have a good time. It's definitely worth your ten fifty or whatever you spend on the movies these days. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. I cheat. I go on Tuesdays, and they're only $5 movies on Tuesdays. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and then in TV news, some very cool things going on. Um, I, maybe this is cool. I don't know. I thought it was cool. Sci-Fi <laughs> is rebooting. The, I said it, and I'm like, meh. Sci-Fi is rebooting uh, their channel for their 25th anniversary. I feel like they've rebooted themselves a million and a half times. Yeah, they went from sci-fi to siffy to... <laughs> uh, <sighs> and so far, all we've gotten from this is a new logo and a promise to go back to their roots. Um, and get oh, they're going to be Anaconda. B-quality yes. garbage movies again. Yeah, yes. they said premium content. The dumpster fire that burned. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we'll, we'll see. I... I had read a thing that was like 500. I can remember what, remember how many days it was. It was a movie. It was something days, and they go on to a simulation to go to Mars. Um, someone knows what I'm talking about. Um, and that was supposed to be sci-fi, like trying to reboot. And that was a great, really well-written show. Um, as long as they stay away from the CGI and they just do really good, really well-written shows. Um, that'll to be, be okay. fair, CGI has come a long way in the last 20 years. TV CGI and sci-fi has it. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so what the the show you just mentioned where they were in some sort of thing for Mars? What what it's was a that movie? I can't remember. The, it's something days. Try ninety days, three hundred days, and five hundred days because I can't. I I could probably look it up really quick. But what um, is? I mean, what what happens in that time for, frame? I can't tell you. You have to oh. watch it. Um. Mostly so they're not just I, in stasis then. Right. So they go in the simulation. They um, basically they go underground um, to go into the simulation. And it's be a simulation of being completely alone with you know their team um, for the next however many days. I think it's 500 days. Okay. Um, and so they go down in that simulation. And it's supposed to prepare them for anything. And so anything happens. And you don't know what's going on after that. Um, There's probably three or four different outcomes that could have happened in the end, and you don't really know what is truth. And it's a really good, mind-bending movie. Um, I definitely recommend it. So, yeah. Uh, And then, I didn't link this correctly in the notes, but Powerless has been cancelled. There's been a ton of stuff cancelled. There was a whole list. I figured I shouldn't bore you guys. With an entire list of things that have been canceled and renewed for this year, uh, the powerless—the one where they were like an insurance agency or something, right? With Alan Tudyk. Okay. Alan uh, Tudyk. I said his name right. It wasn't Turdick this time. Turdick. <laughs> <laughs> Man, that stinks. <laughs> um, I get it. Love you, Alan. Uh, I just couldn't pronounce your name, uh, <laughs> but it got canceled. Which is kind of a big deal because it was supposed to be like... I was really excited for the show. And I'm part of the reason it was canceled. Because I haven't watched an episode yet. Um, I was waiting for it to get over. Because I've been watching so much stuff. And I was like, I'll watch it later. Uh, it is a comedy about superheroes. And like you said, they're an insurance With company. Vanessa in a world Hudges. where superheroes happens. Um, and so they're trying to figure out how to like save people. Or protect people from insurance 
claims or whatever. Um, it's supposed to be a comedy. It's supposed to be really good. Um, and the fact that Alan Tudyk... Tur- oh, you did man, it. You did it. Did Gosh it. dang, Cody. You I can't so say his name right. Uh, the fact that he was in it got me really excited because I haven't seen him in a TV show in a while. He's been doing a lot of movies. He does a ton of voices. Yes. Like a leaf on the wind. That's awful. <laughs> uh... I realize... <laughs> You guys can't see. It. I have this book. Um, yeah, it's Serenity, and you can't see it in the podcast. <laughs> Shelly sees cat bug. Um, Sorry. Yes. <laughs> the title of it, I didn't even realize when buying it, is called Leaves Leaf on the on, Wind. Yeah, leaves, as yeah. in like leaving. Um, oh. so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and then also on the other side of this, something that's being renewed that's really exciting is Agents of Shield. Uh, is getting its fifth season, and the reason that I'm mentioning that is because we didn't know. Um, they've been pretty confident in the show, even though it hasn't done great in the past. Uh, and so there are rumors that this is going to be the last season, this fifth season coming up. Um, but it did get renewed, so we do get that farewell season. Uh, we'll see what happens after that, because this season's done really well. Uh, it's been a really weak show up until this season, for the most part. Uh, season four. But yeah. it is getting renewed. We have one more. Another reason that's exciting, we were talking, Shelly just mentioned last week, that uh, as long as shows are continuing, they have a chance to cross over with the movies. Yep. If the show had been canceled, then we would have no chance of seeing them in crossovers in the future. So, Okay. Well, we'll see. But yeah, cool. that is everything going on in the geek world that we saw and cared about. Um, anything else, guys? That's about it for me. Cool. Yep. Uh, all right. Where can we yep. find you at, Joe? Find me on Twitch. Joe knows. Nope, not Twitch. Yep. I, uh-huh. I haven't been on Twitch in forever. I I was talking to somebody earlier this week. So he was like, hey, man, when are you going to get back into streaming? I'm like, I don't know if I will. I don't, I don't know. Hmm. I just, I'm so far removed from it at this point. Like, I really enjoy getting back into writing about games. We usually force him into the pledge drive. That's yeah. true. The, the pledge drive will probably be the next time I stream. Yeah. <laughs> uh, find me on Twitter at Joe Knows Games. There you go. And Shelly? Uh, you can find me on Twitter at the Shellshock24. And even though I really don't stream on my channel, you can still find me on Twitch at Shellshock24. <laughs> um, and you can find me, I'll be my Twitter at Cody Armor. C O D Y A R M O U R. In closing, keep gaming, keep praying, and God bless.